And welcome back to the second edition of Sports and Stuff Soccer Edition. Dom, how you doing today? Uh, I'm doing good. Pretty bored, but doing okay, I guess. So yeah, we just got back from our Thanksgiving break. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there that's American, at least. Um, Dom, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was good. Um, spent it down in Indiana with my family. Long car rides, but it was good. And you're in quarantine now? Yep. Have a test on Wednesday, and then we wait for the results and get back to it Monday, hopefully. Oh, so you have to why you have to wait that long till Wednesday in order to get your test? Is like that the next available? Yeah, that was because it had to be like a certain amount of days after I tested negative or something, four days or five days or something. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, we are trying something new. We are not in the same room because um, Dom is quarantining, so we are trying something different. We're both in different houses, so we'll see how this goes audio-wise and just chemistry-wise. But um, let's start off with last week. Dom crushed it, and by crushed it, he picked three out of five games correctly, including the tie with Chelsea and Tottenham. Dom gets the extra bonus point. Dom, how did you know that was going to be a tie? Um, I just, Mourinho, defensive, I don't know. I just didn't expect the 0-0, but I was just like, I don't see anyone winning this game. It's a classic top-of-the-table game where just no I one mean, wants to win. I didn't watch any of that game. Was it as boring as 0-0 shows? Yeah, it was awful, honestly. The first half was terrible. <laughs> uh, that's the least surprising thing I've heard. Yeah, yeah even that. It was just like going to build up to be like a great game, and of course, it's going to be zero zero. Yeah, even the announcers at halftime are like, "Wow, this game is terrible." And I was like, "Yep, I'm going to stop watching because football came on." So I was like, "Yeah." I guess oh, that's right. That was Sunday. That was like prime time Sunday, right before yeah, football started. Eleven thirty, I think. No, yeah, which is the worst time. I forgot it was on until I looked at my phone. It said zero zero in the sixty second minute, <laughs> and I was like, "I went on Peacock. I couldn't find it." I was like, "Oh, it's probably on normal TV." So then my dad was watching football, so I couldn't watch the game. But yeah. glad to know it was a waste of time if I were to watch Yeah, it. what's with the Peacock? I don't want to rant about it, but, like, they said every game was going to be on Peacock. You spend the money, and then it's just on NBC normally, which you get for free. And I'm like, I, I don't get it. I might have been, like, the first couple of weeks they were on Peacock, just so you could be like, hey, buy Peacock. Now it's like, select games are on Peacock. Yeah. yeah, when I watched the City game, it was on TV. And then I went to watch the Tottenham game, it was on TV. Yeah, I think it's like if... It's supposed to be if you're like a Leicester fan or something weird where you don't play like huge games every week, you watch it. But right. United and City are on TV pretty much every week, so it's pointless. Yeah, it's the thing where your team's not good enough to be on TV, but we'll put you on Peacock. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, let's go over last week a little bit here. Uh, Man City finally looked like Man City. I know it's only Burnley, and I know we've outscored them 28-1, to 1, I think, the last seven times we've played them. I was going to say, I think the last four games have been 5-0. Yeah, I mean, but like, I think I said this last week, we needed a convincing win like that because we didn't have one all year. And we just looked dominant start to finish, 5 nothing. It can't really go much better than that. I said I was open for like 4 1. Clean sheets, even better. Yeah, I think we both predicted 4 0. So, I mean, we were pretty close. Yeah, no, they, <clears throat> excuse me, they were pretty dominant from beginning to end. So that was good to see. Um, Liverpool and Brighton, we were both wrong on this game, but in a good way because they tied. Yeah. I mean, I did say Brighton had the players, you know? But I think you could say that. I don't know what that means, but you definitely said it. I mean, it was a 93rd minute penalty, so it wasn't like they were <laughs> should have been there. But and it was one of those VAR ones too. Did you see Klopp go nuts after the game? Yeah, he went to like the side official, right? Well, no, he was talking to the media, the one of the broadcasters, and he was just going insane. 
um, talking about how they're playing too many games, and he's it totally has a point. Yeah, I didn't hear like what was going on. I forgot what I was doing, but I didn't hear like the full audio what he was saying. But he was pissed, and the guy's like, "Why are you coming after me?" He's like, "I'm not <laughs> going after you. I'm going after everyone." And I totally get it because they got. I think Milner got hurt, and it's like we talked about this last week. There's just too many games right now, which is weird because Milner doesn't play normally. So I don't know. Which is funny because I always see him on the pitch, but you're right. He's not one of their main players. Yeah, he comes but even then. If you don't play normally, your body's not going to be ready for playing that many games. So when yeah. you do get on, you're going to get hurt. But apparently after the game, Klopp went over to the side official, like like waves for the penalty or whatever, and started like doing the crying emotion like in his face or something. So a bunch of people on Twitter are saying that he should get suspended for a couple games for doing that, but I don't think he will. No, probably not. But yeah, no, uh, Brighton. So Brighton scored the late minute penalty, right? Yep, 93rd. Um, I watched the highlights of that. It, I know Brighton lost a couple. I think they lost a goal in the beginning, but Liverpool lost one too, so it was pretty even. Yeah, but that uh, last that last penalty, never a penalty in my opinion. Yeah, what happened? Robertson like went to kick the ball, and the guy got there a second before and must have kicked his big toe or something, and the guy just fell over. I mean, yeah, that's I hate penalties. I get yeah. it, like when they're flopping around, not even flopping around, but something stupid like that. That's not really a penalty. No, like clear and obvious, and never, never was. Yeah, but I'll take it because uh, it means they drop points. Yeah, absolutely, and we need to not have Liverpool do good at all. Um, and then probably the best game of the weekend, honestly, was Southampton and Man United. <clears throat> I didn't watch much of this game, but I saw the outcome, obviously, at the end, and how crazy Man United went in the second half. So. I'm sure you watched every second of it. Why don't you tell everybody about it? Okay, well, I'm not going to lie to our viewers. That was <laughs> – I got home, I think, Saturday night from my trip and stayed up playing some video games, so I fell asleep at like 2.30 in the morning. You missed the game? I, I woke up in like the – what? let's see. In like the 35th minute, 2 nothing losing. Oh. I was like, oh, no. But I, I watched the replay of the first couple minutes. United should have had a couple couple goals. Southampton hit the post. So it was a very offensive first half. And then but it was one of those games where you could always see that if United got the third goal, it was their game to lose. Right. Um and then they brought on Cavani in I think like the fifty fifth minute. I'm not really sure. It doesn't say on this. And he was just electric. Just yeah. crossing, headers, shots, everything. He passed a nice ball in across the middle to Bruno. Just another goal for him, too, in the 60th minute. He's been nuts for right now. Yeah, he's on fire. It's everywhere. Um, And then I think it was Donny van der Beek got fouled in, like, the 69th, 70th minute, and it was a quick free kick. Yeah, nice. Pass it to Rashford, who swung it in. Sweet header to uh, level it up. And then in the 92nd minute, Fergie time, Man United's classic. Unbelievable header. It was like he was running across the goal and just flicked it behind him, beat the keeper near post. So it was fantastic. Got me pumped up. So so congrats for barely beating Southampton. Happy for you. They were in fifth place before that game. Still in sixth place above your team, so whatever. Yeah, but we talked about how, you know, it's a fluke at the beginning of the year. They weren't really that good. I mean, look at the teams they've played, though. Like, they're playing good against some teams, I hope. Yeah, they tied Wolves, beat Newcastle, Aston Villa. They were up in, like, second place. <laughs> Those teams are good. Aston Villa was pretty good. Yeah, but we already talked about how they've reached their pinnacle. They're on their way down. Yeah, but they're, that, they're still in 10th place, so, I mean, they're above. Jeez, they're already in 10th? They're above your team. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they're already in 10th. They were in second two weeks ago. 
Yeah, but then VAR happened today. They lost the point, you know. Who'd they face today? Uh, West Ham. Oh, man. Big game for them, and they lost. Yeah, but it um, was that. I showed you. I sent you that picture on Twitter with a stupid offside. Yeah, the stupid hand thing is so dumb. How can you. So the guy sticks his hand out over the offside line, and they call it offsides. That's not offsides. No, because he can't. Your score hand does not affect. Yeah, exactly. The hand does not affect how you're going to score a goal. Yeah, because if you score with your hand, they take it off. So why are you drawing the line from the hand? It should be from yeah. the the shoulder, because that's where you can score. Absolutely. It's just. Um, yeah. So good win for you guys, I guess. Dom picked right there. Uh, I should have been right, but Southampton just blew it. And then we already talked about Chelsea Tottenham, how boring that was. Way to go, Chelsea. I guess they didn't lose, so I wasn't totally wrong, but Dom was spot on with a tie. Gets the bonus point. And then Arsenal and Wolves. Arsenal's bad again. Arsenal is horrible. Remember, I think last year, I might have talked about it on our normal podcast, saying how Arsenal's better. Yeah, they're... Like, they were playing good, and now they're <clears throat> trash again. Yeah, they're terrible. I don't know <laughs> if they have people hurt, but <laughs> their starting lineup is awful. They must, they must have people hurt. So yeah, we both got that wrong. So on the week, Dom, four point. We're not really gonna do records. We're gonna do point system, much like the Premier League itself, and we're gonna pretend that we totally planned that ahead of time, and we're just that smart. Uh, Dom, after one week, four points. Me, only one point. But it's still early, obviously. Um, and then Champions League last week, um, we picked out some interesting games here. You guys beat Istanbul. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> Predicted the scoreline there, not to like brag or anything, but. Oh, yeah. You wanted a, do you want a cookie for that or something? Yeah, I want cookies. Yeah, we don't give cookies out. Um, any? I didn't actually didn't watch. I don't think I watched any of this. I was working. Because it happens at the craziest times while I'm at work. Dom wasn't at work this past week, so I didn't listen to any of the games. Yeah. So, Dom, give me an update on the Premier League or the Champions League from this past week. Um, Juventus. Oh, Liverpool lost? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know Let's which. Go. Wait, which week is. Okay, that's the wrong week. So we're starting it's Tuesday, here. November twenty fourth, and okay. Wednesday, November. 24th. Okay, I'm here. So I'm just looking at these for the first time. Um, I was in my sister's apartment, and I think she had concrete walls. The phone service was awful, and the Wi-Fi was terrible. I tried my <laughs> best. I watched a little bit, but so like Juventus and Man United, my two favorite teams played at the same time, and I couldn't watch both of them. Yeah. So I put on Man United at the beginning. They just dominated. I think it was. Three nothing at halftime. Yeah, okay. three nothing at halftime. So then I turned that game off and put on the Juventus game, which I don't know if they need Paul Pogba to save them again, but they need some midfielder because they are terrible. Barely beat Ferren Cavaros two to one, and it was a ninety second minute goal by Morata. So uh, they're playing it tight. They just they lost or tied to some team this last weekend too. That's just terrible. Um, Ronaldo scored, right, Dom? Yeah, honestly. They, re- <laughs> they need him more than I think any team needs any player other than Messi. Right. Um, PSG got a one nothing win against Leipzig, which is huge. That's surprising. 11th minute penalty, that's it? Yeah. That's a low-scoring game for those two. Dang. Leipzig dominated possession, too. 62%. 15 shots to 8 shots. <clears throat> I guess they... Yeah, I'm just seeing that now. Holy crap. And then I have no idea what happened in any of these other games. Um, Man City won one nothing. I think you texted me and said something about VAR. I don't know. Yeah, it's just another weak penalty. That is a soccer fan. I don't like it. 
especially for Man City. I don't like it, but we didn't score a penalty. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Why do you do this? Why do you say this all the time? We didn't score a penalty. Oh, I think I think there might have been like a foul in the build up, something with VAR, which I didn't like. But that <laughs> happened that happened so long ago. I don't know. Um Bayern won three one and got a red card. Yeah, are they ever gonna lose? No, uh, I don't think so. I got a hot uh, take. They might lose this week, but hey, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Uh, um, big win for Real Madrid. Is it I really, mean, though? I mean, they needed to win that, right? Yeah, they, they do, but they're still they're three points back still. I mean, it looks like Inter's not going to make it. And that's a shock because Inter. Yeah, there. I don't. We can get to the standings after this, but I don't think they can make it, actually. And then we talked about Atalanta beating Liverpool. Yeah. That's just awesome. It was that that game was a snooze fest too until the two goals and then nothing else happened. Yeah, two goals in four minutes and it's over. Did uh, does that mean anything? No, Liverpool won their first three, didn't they? Yeah, but they can still not win the group, which Ooh, is unlikely. But Toronto seven points still. So yeah, they just need to lose out, which probably is gonna happen. I, yeah, I think they play that like midget land or whatever next week. Oh no, they play Ajax and then I think they play that midget land or whatever. So we need Ajax to win and. That midland team to to win two, which yeah things have happened. Yeah, I don't even know where they're from, so I have no idea. But um, so yeah, we'll get to we'll cover the upcoming games in a second here, and we'll also go through our week eleven of the Premier League picks in a minute here. But let's get to some soccer news throughout the week. The biggest one, obviously, we didn't start the show here, but probably should have. Uh, Maradona passed away at the age of sixty. Diego Maradona. Um, I can't really speak. Much for him. I just know him as the guy that Messi isn't because he hasn't won a World Cup. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dom, why don't you give a little bit more background on him as a whole? Because he definitely is one of the most influential soccer players in history. Yeah. Honestly, I know people always say that in death and stuff, people remember and like him more. But he might be – he could be the best player ever. I mean, that's how good – yeah, that's how good he was. I I always had a bad taste in my mouth for him just for the fact that – Everyone always compared Messi to him, and I just, yeah, you know, and defending Messi, but I don't really know much about him as a player other than I know he won the World Cup. With yeah, he's like down in Argentina, he's a literal god. I mean, yeah. he was probably him and Messi are probably the biggest people ever from there, right? But um, same with Napoli too. He's like a hero over there. Like they yeah, already renamed the stadium. Name yeah, it's crazy. Um. But the fans are going wild with all their flares and stuff. It's just it, it sucks, obviously, but it's pretty cool to see like all the fans come together and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, give us, uh, give me some background on him as a player. I don't know much about the history of him. Um, I think he started his career for Boca Juniors, which is an Argentinian team. Which I sent you that picture of them with all their lights off except for his press box. Yeah, that's pretty. Which cool. is that just ugh, so sad. And then yeah. I'm not like sure of like the though. the order of the clubs, but I know he went to Barcelona and Napoli after that. And those are his like biggest club teams that he played for. Um, yeah, he obviously he won the 1986 World Cup for Argentina, which was a little controversy, as the kids say. But <laughs> um, I think it was in the quarterfinals. They were playing against England, and he had that hand to God goal where he acted like it was his head, but it was his hand, and the refs missed it. <laughs> um, 
And then I think they went on to beat West Germany in the final. And he was player of the tournament. Just a very good player. And then the year after that, I think they were runner-up. Yeah. I I think that West Germany beat them. Yeah, they did. It was West and East Germany. I wonder how East Germany was, because I never see them, like, in any of these, like, finals or... They must have not been good. But imagine (laughs) being, like, the one guy in East Germany that would start for West Germany, but just because the governments didn't, like, like each other or whatever happened over there, they just, he didn't win anything. Yeah, I wonder, that's interesting, because they were probably some very hostile towards each other, some hostility. Yeah, I mean, they probably couldn't play each other, right? Right. They pretty much hated each other's guts. But anyway, I digress. So that's all you got, Tom? One of the greatest soccer players ever, and you can just tell me a couple teams he played for? Yeah. I mean, one of the best dribblers ever. Has, like, the biggest legs ever, too. 5'5". Five, five. He's, like, a little messy. I don't know. Like He's I... also a cocaine addict. Okay. Hang on. We're going to get to that. Obviously, I mean, I can't give you much about his playing career because I didn't get to see him. I mean, he stopped playing in 1997. Uh, it was before I was born. So I just have to listen to what other people say. But I'm going to bring it to what, like, goat in the sport doesn't have bad things. Like, Jordan gambled. Um, John, That's a little different than cocaine. Yeah, John Jones, cocaine, maybe PEDs. You never know. Uh, what other sports we got? Babe Ruth, he was Mike, probably a bad Mike guy. Oh, uh, he's not the goat yet. <laughs> uh, Barry Bonds, you know, he, he could be argued to be the best. I can, I'm basically saying this is why he died at 60. I'm going to blame his doctors. Okay, why is that? Uh, I don't know. I saw some that they're getting sued for some reason. Okay. So I'm going to blame the doctors. I have no idea. But, I mean, the drugs probably didn't help. But everyone has problems, you know? <laughs> the drugs didn't help. I mean, maybe they did. No, maybe would, they did help. I, I don't know. He would have died at 40 without the drugs. Maybe. And if that's the case, good for him. Good, you know, good idea on his part. Yeah, not for everyone. I'm not saying, hey, people go do drugs because he may live longer, but maybe it worked for him. <laughs> um, so speaking long term here, does this put more or less pressure on Messi now to win a World Cup? Um, because now Maradona is literally not go at every game watching him play. But at the same I'm going to say it puts more pressure on him. Yeah. Because everyone, now that he passed away, everyone's going to bring him to the next tier up. Right. So if Messi doesn't, if he doesn't win a World Cup, I think the Argentinian people will say Maradona's a better player. Yeah, which, I don't know. My short, like, <laughs> soccer lifespan, I don't, I don't see how that's possible. But, um, yeah, I mean, at first I was like, okay, this takes a lot of pressure on him, or off of him. But then I thought about it more, and I saw people like, oh, he's going to win the World Cup now for Maradona. I was like, well, damn, now he's got to kind of win the World Cup. Yeah. Which is the craziest thing in the world because it's not – It's is it the most difficult trophy to win? In all of sports or just soccer? Yeah. I would say in all of sports. Um, because not only – like soccer is a huge chemistry sport, and the idea is that like you play with your team, you get better as a team. But you do that with your club teams, and then you go to an international. Th- your international, yeah. team, you don't play with those guys, and you got to work together, get that chemistry up, and make a run against a team. A lot of teams, those guys play together all year round, like the Spanish teams and the German teams, like the Argentinian teams. Like they have their good players go over and play in Europe. Yeah, I, I think that's the hardest trophy to win, unless you're Germany, Spain, Brazil. Well, even then, Brazil, they they go over and play in Europe too. 
Yeah, that's tough. I would say probably either that or March Madness. Cause that's true because that's completely random. Yeah, like if you're like a 15 seed, it's a lot harder to win that I think than if you're like Iceland in the World Cup or something. Right, but a lot of the times at the end of March Madness, the one or two seeds still in the final four. Yeah. <clears throat> but I know what you mean. Yeah, that's also it can be completely random. But yeah, I would. I mean, it's not crazy. Go out on a limb and say it's the hardest trophy to win, but it's it's. Like all right, LeBron, go win the NBA Finals. LeBron on a like a five person team can control the game completely. Yeah, he's there literally every year. Soccer, yeah. you could have even you could have the best four players in the world, and you might not still make it. Right. So it's de- it's definitely it'll be interesting to see. We still got to wait a couple of years till that happens. We're in qualifying now. We yeah, talked about that last week too. Um. So another. So my dad's calling me right now. This is gonna be interesting. He's not home. I'm going to see what I'm recording up in my room. So I'm going to see what happens here. Um, hopefully he walks in. He might need, might be asking if we need milk, but he doesn't text, <laughs> he doesn't text very well. So I'm going to ignore it. Uh, and other soccer news, Dom, you brought this up to Bruyner five-year contract. So what's going on with that? Uh, yeah, that uh, Fabrizio Romanov guy on Twitter, who's like the Woj and Schefter of soccer tweeted that um, he's on the verge of signing a five-year deal with Man City, which as a United fan, I hate it. Um, but it's probably better than him going over to Bayern Munich, honestly, which is where he would probably go. Is that where like he would suggest that he would go? Because I wouldn't like that at all. I think so. I wouldn't like that. That would be no fun. Yeah, it's just like one of those things where like um, Thomas Muller retires and you're like, oh, maybe they'll be bad for a couple of years. And then De Bruyne comes in and they're like, oh, they got better. Cool. Uh, you know, that'd be broken and we don't need that. So I'm happy. Obviously they staying with city, but I think the world should be happy. They staying with city and not going to Bayern Munich. I don't know about the world. Maybe. Oh my gosh, my dad's Dom filibuster. Talk about champions league. Oh, wait, I could talk about some of the other things that, um, I sent you to talk about. I just got to find where we texted last. Oh, you're the last person I texted. Look at that. Okay. Where's my long list? <clears throat> okay. I guess I'll talk about, uh, Raul Jimenez, who is a, Mexican striker for Wolves, who uh, was playing Arsenal this weekend and on a corner kick five minutes into the game, went up for a header against David Luiz, and they hit head so hard you could hear on the on the TV the people like gasped, everyone rushed out, got him on the stretcher. Um, but he actually had uh, skull surgery this morning, and I guess it went well. He's healthy. I don't know. He's doing all right. Yeah, I don't know when he can play again, but. Definitely a scary thing for sure. Let the record show my dad asked if we needed milk. I mean, look at you. You're like a wizard. <laughs> and you know what I said? I said yes. <laughs> so let's hope we need milk because I did not go downstairs and look. Even um, Just chug it before he gets there. I don't know. Yeah. Or be like, oh, it can never hurt to have too much milk. I said I'm upstairs doing my podcast. He did apologize for that. So that's good. That's good. That's okay. Uh, so I let you filibuster and you went to a fractured skull, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I, I, got, I got pretty nervous there talking all on my own. Ooh, that was scary. I heard you stuttered there for a little bit, not knowing what to do. But you powered through, I'm back, and I don't think we need to talk about a fractured skull because that sounds terrible. Yeah, but I'll send you the clip later. You can hear them hitting heads. It's just so loud. And The second you see a stretcher on the field at a soccer game, I'm like, oh, no, this guy might die. Well, I mean, I think arguably the best Keen Peel skit ever is a soccer one. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, is that the uh, Scott Sterling one or whatever? No, that's a whole different skit. It's oh. Keen Peel skit where they, uh, the guy gets an injury and he's on the ground, and he like you know he's obviously faking it because that's what they do in soccer, 
so they they put him on a stretcher and he goes up to heaven and he meets god at the gates and then he waves his finger at god and goes back down gets off the stretcher gets up off the stretcher and scores a goal that's <laughs> fantastic dude it's so funny it's i think it's my favorite one but it's the idea i gotta watch that, that for sure yeah if he's on a stretcher it's bad but in this case you know soccer players they like to exaggerate injuries so he just gets up gets off the stretcher scores a goal and everyone goes nuts <laughs> yeah it's fantastic um so oh i wanted to make a quick note of this is barcelona back i know they didn't face anybody this weekend they haven't faced anybody all year and they won four nothing this weekend <laughs> are they back absolutely not what do you no, mean right. i mean no. It has two games, eight nothing victory. Yeah, combined between two games. But I mean, Messi scored a goal right after Maradona. Of course, that was going to happen. He could have just wrote that down. The yeah. the Griezmann strike is one of the best shots I've seen this year. That's not going to happen I again. Seen it. I it's it. like a volley to the top corner. Who's this other guy that scored? Um, twice during the Champions League game. Uh, I don't. I don't have him. I don't have it in front of me, so I'm just assuming um, you're looking. You're trying to yeah, find I'm it. trying to find it. Just you, you right. filibuster or whatever. I mean, I can filibuster with uh, Martin. How did you not find this? Oh, Martin, Martin Braithwaite? Dude, yeah. <laughs> he's so bad. He might be one of the worst soccer players in the world. He's terrible. Dude, he's, he scored two goals in the Champions League and one more this weekend. Dude, I promise you he's terrible. Like uh, Sergio, or, yeah, Serginho Des scored. Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, fellow American. Let's go. Yeah, first U.S. international to score for Barcelona. I he scored in the Champions he, League over the week. Is he the first person to play for Barcelona? I have no idea. No, I have no idea. But the point is he scored, so that's good for USA and for Barcelona. I don't know, Dom. I'm just saying Barcelona's hot. Keep an eye on them. I'm going to say they're probably going to win the group, but they're going to lose the first round to whoever it is. And you can, I don't know. You can write that down. Uh, I mean, I will. Uh, Barcelona lose... In group stage. I wrote it down. Okay. Come back to it when they win the championship. Oh, yeah. Is this the weakest La Liga's ever been, by the way? No, I just... I mean, yes. Because isn't Real Sociedad number one? Yeah. I mean, they have two... Like, Atletico has two games to play over them. But then it's Villarreal, Madrid, Sevilla, some CAD team. I don't even know who that is. Cadiz? Like, who is that? I don't know. But the point is, Real Sociedad's number one. So yeah. For them. And, I mean, it's 10 games in. At least in the champion, or in the Premier League. We have an actual team in first place. Yeah. Um, um, so, so, yeah, we have uh, – let's do some upcoming games this week. Do you want to do Champions League first or do you want to do Premier League? I'm on Champions League already, so if you want to do that. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, Man City faces FC Porto. That should be an easy win. Let's just go straight to an interesting game. Atletico Bayern, first one that jumps off the page, obviously. All right. I'm going to say Atletico wins 3-1. Uh, we don't do – I know. I'm just saying. It's just a little hot take there. But I mean, I'm gonna write it down because I I don't I'm gonna start making sure you're right. You say Atletico wins three to one? Yeah, dude. Listen, hang on. Don't think I'm crazy. You're crazy. Bayern Munich, they're playing as many games as everyone else. They have 12 points. Atletico has five. There, it is pointless to play anybody. They pointless. they cannot lose the group. So I think Atletico is gonna win. They don't give up that many goals. Three one. That's what I'm saying. I wrote, I wrote it down. Okay. I think you're nuts. Okay, well, we'll see, I guess. Um, we looked at, we talked about this game upcoming, Liverpool and Ajax. Ajax won five straight Liverpool. Not in great form as of late. And I'd say that even though they've lost once in the last five games. But still, a huge win for Ajax. This would be on Tuesday. Obviously, we're both rooting, rooting for Ajax there. Yeah. What do you think happens in that game? Um, 
<laughs> I think that's going to be a tie. Ugh. Yeah, I just I don't see Liverpool losing, but I don't see Ajax winning. Right. But um, I mean, Ajax needs it more, I guess. Then we have Dortmund and Lazio. Is that an important game? Um. <clears throat> oh, that's for first place. Oh, there you go. What group is that? Oh, Sevilla and Chelsea. Dude, Sevilla is dominant. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> Where I, are they in the La Liga standings? I'll check this one out. I want to... Uh, I think I predicted them to win the group last week. Uh, they're still in fifth. How are they still in fifth? I have no idea. Do they have games? Barcelona, Barcelona is the third best uh, point differential, just saying. Or goal differential. Oh, yeah. That's not surprising. They beat Granada 8 nothing, but then they lose to like a top 10 team. Dude, they lost to nobody's this year, but they're on, they're back. Don't worry. Ooh, damn, we got a little Messi Ronaldo this week. Oh, that's this week. Not last week. Oh, no. dang it, you got me excited. Ooh, they still up for a little win the group, you know? <laughs> we have uh, Man United PSG. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, well, we're gonna have to talk about it because you know it's a soccer podcast. So I'm nervous already. That's a huge game. Yeah, big. We need a big PSG win there. Cavani's in form, though, against his former team. Two goals and assists last game. Got me likey. <laughs> but PSG needs it more. They, and that's a classic who-needs-it-more type game. They do. But, I mean, PSG, I think they play the Istanbul team next. And then Man United's got to play Leipzig. So, technically, they don't need it the most, but... That's going to be... I think that might be game of the week there. Ajax and Liverpool oh, isn't as exciting because Liverpool's already won three games. Yeah, it's game of the week for sure. Um, so that's exciting. Good. You, so you got some uh, war anxiety this week. Yeah. Um, me, on the other hand, I can't even pronounce the team Barcelona faces and FC Porto's a joke. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Porto's not that bad. No, but like it's a joke in the sense that we've won four games already and don't need to really win that game. Oh, can you still? Did you win the group already, or is it? Let me check the table. Oh, uh, Man City. it's going to be for first place if you guys lose by four. <laughs> Which I don't think will happen. So um, so then yeah, that's Champions League. So we got some good games. Dom will not be back to work this week, so I will also miss all of those games. Um, but make sure to keep me updated, Dom. Yeah, I got you. Happens. I'll probably be watching um, Atletico Bayern. Yeah. So uh, then, Man City will be tough to give you updates on. You'll probably get them before me, honestly. Yeah, I'll get the updates on my phone. And then, um, so yeah, and then you'll you'll be able to watch the United game, though, right? Yeah, I'll probably have to have s- stupid football on the other TV now because the NFL stinks. <laughs> yeah, but we're not doing that. We're talking no. about real football on this podcast. Exactly. Um, and then we have the weekend Premier League games. First one Saturday, City versus Fulham. I mean, at home, City looked in form last week. They've been playing much better. I think this is going to be a clean victory, minimum 3 nothing. Yeah, I, I don't want to agree like I did last week, but I don't see how Fulham wins. City's looked much better in like a 5 nothing. I, I The only thing I want is Aguero to come back and start scoring goals because they still can't finish up front, and I need Aguero to start being able to do that. I know he's not as good as he used to be, but he can still finish better than anyone on City. Yeah, he's better than Jesus. Maybe um, maybe you guys will rest some people this week, and it will be like a two to zero. It will be closer, but I don't see. No, I think we need to like put our foot down in the Premier League, start winning games five nothing again, just build the confidence back up. Yeah. Before that, our best win was like one nothing, or it was like a two to one win against the Wolves, and it's like oh my gosh. And I think we need to start 
putting the fear oh. factor out there that sends like, oh my gosh, we have to face City. Because like some teams, you go out, they'll, they'll lose before they get on the pitch because of the team they're facing. And if like City yeah. is beatable, it's half, you know, it's part of the battle. It's not the full battle. Obviously, you still have to score goals and stuff. But like when City's dominant, it's a little different than when they can clearly be exploited. Um, so yeah, we're both picking City there. Then we have West Ham at Man United. Dom obviously going to go with United here because he said he's never not going to pick them. I'm going to go with West Ham. I did say that I would pick them to tie sometimes. So and this, I already wrote you down for picking United. This week is tough because I think if we, I think if we beat PSG, this is a game we could lose because we look at it, we're like, oh yeah, we just beat them. It happened last year too, I think. But yeah, I'm I'm backing them to win. You know, <laughs> you have to. They've been playing better lately. Yeah, and uh, they need to do the same thing. City needs to. They need to start winning games. Yeah, I, I know it's still early, but. Well, one point separates our two teams here. Yeah, in ninth and eleventh place, that's not good. Yeah, but if we win, if we win this game, we go to third. So, and if we win this game, we go to fourth. Uh, you'd be behind Leicester, but whatever. Because you guys would only win by one, and then the goal differential would be the same. All right, we're only winning by one in a game where you said you'll probably win two nothing. <laughs> yeah, but Leicester won the league in like 2017. That was huge, so they'd probably get like the advantage. It's true. They did have the highest odds ever to win. So yeah. I guess you're right. Um, and then uh, the, another game we went with this week, because the other ones aren't great, we went Chelsea and Leeds. Leeds is up and down. They're a weird team. I don't know much about them. Apparently, you told me they used to be good but I'm going to double down and pick Chelsea again this week. Uh, I don't know. I don't, this is like so on the spot, but what do you mean? I told you what games we were picking before. Yeah, I know. But like Leeds tied Arsenal. They just beat Everton. They're rolling. Everton's falling down a hill. They've won once in their last five games. Hmm. I don't know what Leeds like nickname is, but you know, I'm a back the little Leeds fellas. I'm going to say a tie. You're backing them by picking a tie? <laughs> yeah. Going for the two right. points, getting trying to get the big lead. Um next game we're picking we were gonna we were talking about doing Sheffield United and Leicester, but Sheffield has one point, so we're skipping that game. <laughs> um and we have Tottenham and Arsenal. Is this the is this a rivalry game? Uh they're both in London, so yeah. Is this like, is this like the London Derby or is that I, yeah. Chelsea and Tottenham? Uh, I think that's Chelsea and Arsenal. Is the London know. Derby, Derby, or however you say it. Big Premier League fan, Dom. Yeah, that's uh, probably not even right, though. Um, I think I'm willing to bet my house on Tottenham. Yeah, I was going to try to be cool and pick a tie for this game, but Tottenham has looked so good and Arsenal has looked so bad. <laughs> yeah. <they're> t- uh, so <sighs> I, ha- I have to pick Tottenham. They look great right now, and Arsenal looks like garbage. So Yeah. I mean, first place Tottenham against what? 14th place Arsenal. Yeah, God. one team's going up, one team's going down. But this is the game that Arsenal wins 3-1, to one, and it's like, oh, Arsenal's playing good again. Yeah, like a Aubameyang comes out and scores in the first three minutes of the game, and you're like, oh, no, here we go. Has he been playing? Yeah. He scored the penalty against United and got Arsenal's player of the month because of it, because he scored one goal. And they haven't scored any other goals. I think they have. I just don't know how he got it, but whatever. Yeah, so both back in the spas, are we? Yeah, back in the spares, and then uh, last game of the week, we have Liverpool versus Wolves. Dom, I'll let you pick this game first. Um, Raul Jimenez is not playing. I'm going to say Liverpool wins 3-1. to one. Diego Jota scores against his own 
old team and does not celebrate. He's a nice guy. Dom, I'm going to put you down for Liverpool and put 3-1 to because you said the score. Not okay, that mean yeah, that doesn't mean anything. But don't write Liverpool to win because I don't ever want to like say that because it's disgusting. No, you said it, though. You said Liverpool wins 3-1. to I wrote that down. I don't remember. I don't know how to go back. So no, that's all right. I wrote it down. We'll see, I guess. <laughs> um, right. I'm going to – I'm going to. I don't know. I think Liverpool wins this game, but I got to go with a tie because you can't just have you pick all oh. the and keep getting them right. I'm going to say 2-2 two, two tie. I picked two. Well, you picked two, a tie two, last tie. week. This week. Yeah, you said 2-2. Two, two. Nice. And you yeah, two it's ties. two. Yeah, I only got one right. I know, but you like you – Yeah, you're saying I'm picking all the ties. Week. Well, you picked one right last week, and you've oh, yeah, I got a you. game for this week. So I got to you know make sure you don't get too far ahead of me. Like I said, there's a lot of stakes on the line. That's true. Not weak, there is. though, you bum. <laughs> Don wanted to do I know, I just, I, pay for weekly stake. I got up week one. I was like, I'm up three points already. I'm going to get stakes every week. <laughs> I mean, no. But Our bodies wouldn't like oh. that. Our walls would not like that either. Oh, my Our body would like it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, my body would love it. Um, any other soccer news, Dom? Do you want to talk about the cracked skull again? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I think I talked about it enough. <laughs> I, I was talking to my dad about milk, so I kind of missed. I didn't know if you told everything about it. You're gonna send me the video though; it's gonna sound terrible. Um, yeah, I mean, so yeah. You, it, the annoying part is you can't like really see it, but you can hear it. I'll see if yeah. I can find it when we're done. Um, so yeah, that pretty much concludes uh, episode two of Soccer Edition of Sports and Stuff. Um, let's hope this sounds good. I, I mean, we sound good to each other. I can't really tell until I listen back to it. Thanks for bearing with us as we Dom's in quarantine and we try to figure this all out. Um, follow us on Twitter at Dom. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, Dom Martin six. And mine is Elijah Casper one, one eight or follow us up at follow us at sports and stuff pod on Twitter. S B O R T Z N S T U F F P O D. Dom, any closing notes that you want to say? Um, I don't know if I started it last week, but I'm starting it now. Glory, glory, man United. Here we go. No, we're not doing that. I'm going to cut that out. No, don't do that.